What's up, guys? Welcome to the Kyle Rocks Out show again. I'm Kyle, your host. Uh, as always, you can follow my Instagram, Twitter, all the socials at Kyle Rocks Out. Uh, that's my personal. Uh, if you want to do the uh, other things, you can do Instagram at the Kyle Rocks Out show and Twitter at the Rocks Out show. Uh, and Isaac is here with us as a co-host on this episode. And you can actually give your socials if you want. Yo, yo, yo. I mean, basically, it's just my name, honestly. <laughs> I think me and Kyle, if we're talking about that, we'll have to maybe cook something up here. Um, Make a I joint account. <laughs> I, I, I have some ideas to run past you. We don't have to do it now, but later on, we can make an account for something else, too, for kind of helping with this. Something Rissa brought up, so we'll talk about that later, though. Hell, Yeah. Yeah, and uh, uh, it's surprise, been a while since it's been a while since I've done a, a podcast episode. Um, actually, since last month, <laughs> but you, yeah, no doubt, you were actually on the show back in January. Yeah, yeah, when we did the uh, top twenty, was it top? No, top ten, top ten albums of twenty twenty. That's yeah. what it was. Sorry, I know, I, I number, thinking, numbers backwards a little bit. Sorry, I kept thinking it was like top twenty. I was like, oh, I mean, it was a pretty. Long I mean, list. it would. It may it would make sense if we had twenty people in that, but like at the same time, we definitely did not. It's just we talked about a lot of different music that day. So oh my gosh, I know it was like a, a long ass list. It was like an hour and a half episode. <laughs> yeah, but it was a good one. Definitely a good one. Um, there's been a lot of good music coming out this year, though. Um, I think uh, I think mean, like as the year started, uh, it kind of like. I mean, I I wasn't really feeling it, but I think like now as like time has passed, now it's like there's so much good music now that's like wow, this is it's not a bad year for music. Yeah, I know, no doubt. It seems like every other day now on Spotify, I get like a notification just telling me like, Drew, new artist has put a new album out or a new single, and it's like what? So, <laughs> like, you know, Who is this? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. That's like what my life all the time now is just checking out all of that and then making playlists. I know, isn't it crazy? Like. How do you, like, you find somebody new and you're like, what the? F-? You get obsessed. That's my problem. Is I have to listen to it like forever if I do that because it's like stuck in my head otherwise. Yeah. And uh, actually, I wanted to mention this as well. Uh, if Trandley is listening, if you guys know something different, I actually got an audio interface finally for this podcast. So like my voice probably sounds a little different. Um, I know in the past episodes I was using like a headset. Um, which actually isn't too bad. The headset isn't too bad. Um, but I mean, even though we're still on Zoom, uh, I know uh, we're going to have some real live face-to-face uh, podcast episodes pretty soon, which I'm really excited about because vaccines are getting out and uh, COVID is really almost over, hopefully. Um, hopefully, not going to win. Yeah, so we won't be like on Zoom meeting. I mean, sometimes we might be in the future, but like most yeah, of the time, though. But- yeah, I mean, most of the time we're gonna do like face to face. It's gonna be awesome. make sure it's the, the live stuff. Yeah, no, because you know the live stuff is the best stuff. You betcha. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I got this audio interface at Guitar Center, and it was about like two something. You know, not not too bad. Um, and All in, dude. I I'm in <laughs> love. I'm in love. Like you know because. You know, now when you listen to the podcast now, you're like, wow, it sounds professional. It's we're getting out there. We're getting out there now. <laughs> we're going places, guys. We're, we're going, going places. places. <laughs> um, and uh, Isaac, uh, how had you been, man? How, how had you been? You've been good. 
I've been okay, okay, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing all right, man. Making it through life. Yeah. You know, trying at least. (laughs) I do. I, you know, I keep thinking, man, like shows, they're coming back. I know they are. Soon, man. Soon, soon. Like I told you, I talked about a little earlier today, like those things for big country jams and stuff. I mean, they're going outside tours. That's why I was telling Kyle, let's make these outside tours a thing again, if that's what it takes. I know, and I think I uh, talked to you earlier about this too, because like festivals are gonna, I mean, they're making a comeback oh, yeah. anyway, but like, oh, yeah, I know, uh, I have purchased a, uh, a three day ticket for uh, the Life is Beautiful in Vegas, and that's in September. Um, Viva Las Vegas, Viva Las Vegas. Uh, so <laughs> it's, really, it's really interesting though that you know, when that when those tickets like went on sale for that festival, like it sold out in like 20 minutes. Nobody gives a shit if you know COVID be damned. That people oh, are, dude. yeah. <laughs> COVID's been like that the entire time. I feel like for some people, where yeah. they're just like, "What? What do, you, what do you mean? I've been doing any of this stuff the whole time." But I know. Well, I like, like unlike matter for yeah, them. like well, unlike Australia and all of them, you know, they've been going to concerts like ever since like several months ago. Like, I mean, they're mm. they're good. Uh, but I just I just found it kind of funny that you know tickets sold out like that you know it's like oh, Kobe damn this festival is actually happening. Um, yeah. It's People crazy. Don't care anymore? But They're all ready I for know. it. Yeah, and like you know, and I did the, I did so too because you know I I, mean, I love Vegas, so of course you know I want to like go out there for a festival because I went to the iHeart Radio Festival back in 2017, and. Uh, I, I just fell in love with the festivals, you know, besides work tour, you know. I mean, it's just nice to have a little bit more than just one band or artist that it's around and you can kind of make your way through and whatnot. And just, I don't know, yeah. more personal, I guess. I mean, it's pretty cool. I mean, like, you know, festivals, I mean, I've always been in love with them. Um, you know, I, I, I hate to say that I've never been out to like, southwest by southwest or like you know bonnaroo i've never been to any of those and like now since like you know COVID's going to be over crazy and hopefully i am i want to like go to every festival including coachella (laughs) i'm good no thanks i I think that's a long shot though because like coachella is like it's not my cup of tea i i mean i don't know coachella is like more of like it's more of like EDM and don't get me wrong, like I'm not like against EDM music. Mm. I have like, you know me, Kyle, I'm pretty chill with most of every music, but yeah, I don't know. It's not something that catches my eye being in the middle of a desert, listening to all of that music and, you know, going around <laughs> and having to deal with everybody else. Like, you, you know you what I mean? Like, you're like, I'm going to go to the desert and I'm going to listen to all these bands. And I'm going to pass out. That's 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 basically my outlook on it too. A bunch of drunk, high on whatever you know. Yeah, I mean, like, no, it, whatever you know. Those people at Coachella, you don't know what the heck they're doing. Like, it yeah. just doesn't sound that fun to me. Like, you know, Warped Tour, those kinds of things, they're a little different. Those mm. are, you know, at least it's just a day. It's not like multiple days and people staying in the camp or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's different then, but. I mean, it's just not my cup of tea, like I said, for Coachella and whatnot. But mm. I'm still down for these outside venues doing all this stuff. I still still need to make that uh, official Red Rock show that I oh, haven't yeah. had yet. I haven't had one. 
have not. Really? I haven't heard Red Rocks. I have I th- not. They, I no. I mentioned this before. Yeah. Dude, no, like... I have not. I really want to. I really do. But then, yeah. you know, COVID happened and it's like, okay, cool. Well, there's another year where I can't find a concert. So, yeah. we're, I mean, hopefully things <laughs> clear up and we can do that because I really want to. It's just a matter of the fact of when I uh- at first, I thought you were going to say something else because you're like, uh, you know, when we, oh, I mean, I, and I'm like, oh, okay, sure, okay. <laughs> wow. Wow. Dang. Defensive here. All right. So let's talk, let's talk about what we have been doing. So, as my listeners know as well, um, I'm almost done with school, dude. Four weeks left. Yeah. Four weeks left to school. You rock it, Kyle. Dude, I'm telling you. Four more it's... weeks, and then you can do whatever you want for a little while. <laughs> for like the whole summer. Uh, I think mean, a couple, and, and, couple months. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, my listeners have been, you know, asking, hey, Kyle, when are you going to do another episode? You know, and I'm just like, dude, like being a college student and being, you know, living that college life, you know, just like, but um, I'm kind of glad that, you know, this podcast is still going, even though like we're getting back to our normal lives. Because there's so much more that we are going to do with this podcast. It's going to be awesome. Uh, But um, I think we were talking about earlier, uh, and anybody that's listening, uh, we did try to record this particular episode (laughs) earlier today, and it did not work out. And so it did not. (laughs) Our conversations are completely different right now. (laughs) Oh, man. Long story short. Yeah, long story short, so uh, you will never get to hear that episode because you can't even hear Isaac. You're like, Uh, dude, it was bad. Like, it was like, uh, how do you even explain that, Kyle? It sounded like murmuring under a mic. It was was pretty, it was really bad. Like, you could barely make out the noise. It was rough. But, you know, (laughs) it's sad, bro, because that's going to be like the lost episode, you know? I know, actually, you know what? It, it it probably won't be the last episode because I actually accidentally deleted it off Audacity, so you will never hear it at all. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's the lost. No, that's that is for never now known as the lost episode. Yeah, it, it's definitely Iowa. lost. Um, I think I think what I was talking about you uh with you earlier today was um you know TV shows I've been watching because oh yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'm really big on like, you know, watching movies and I haven't been to a theater since, uh, last year, actually. So. Neither have I, I was just talking about that, that I was interested on that. Cause I didn't, I haven't heard of anybody just being like, oh yeah, we went to the movie theater. It's like, okay. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm curious. Cause like, we just went to a baseball game. So like the baseball games are pretty normal for the most part and stuff like yeah, yeah. that. But I haven't heard anybody say like, I've gone to a theater and watched a bunch, like I watched a movie live with a bunch of people there. So I'm yeah. curious to hear how that's going. Isn't that crazy? Like, cause I haven't heard. It is weird, huh? Yeah, that is so, you know what? I'm glad that you mentioned that. Cause like, you know, I haven't been to, I, I love going to the movies too. So like, Oh, I'm I always, do too. Yeah. I'm always at a theater or driving, whatever, watching a movie. And you know what? I'm glad that you brought that up because I never heard anybody like recently say, Oh, I've seen this movie mm-hmm. in the theater recently. No. Um, and then you have to buy them off the streaming website yeah. or the streaming services. So like, you know, Disney and all of that. So for instance, like, what was that? Raja, or Raha, or however you say it for that new are you, movie. Are you talking about Raya in the last dragon? Yes. Yeah, sure. Whatever it is. Yeah. That one. I don't know. I saw it for like 10 seconds, but I'm not going to pay that much to stream it. Like okay, that. I'm not gonna tell my listeners that I watch movies illegally. <laughs> All right, Kyle. Well, that was there for you, but I'm just saying, like, for that instance, I'm not paying 
that much money for that. I would much rather go into a theater, give them the money, let them do what they're going to do with that rather yeah. than giving another streaming website or streaming service another bunch of money because they're already getting more money from us. Yeah. I think, you know I mean? think a lot of the listeners now could be like, wow, Kyle is like a... Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna look down on you, Kyle. I'm over here supporting. Okay, supporting. So, so I will confirm that I do not illegally watch movies online. Um, oh however, <laughs> I uh, did watch for... I did watch Raya and the Last Dragon uh, recently. What um, is it called again? Raya and the Last Dragon. Raya. I yeah. don't. It wait. Wasn't it R A J A though? No, it's R A Y A. Oh, well, maybe I just, I don't remember. I just remember it went past and I looked at the price. I was like, yep, right, no. It, it is a lot of money. No, no, 30 bucks is a lot of money. And, like, I know you can, like, pay through, like, Disney Plus, too. And but you're already paying that much for, you know, know, all the rest of the service. Especially if you pay, like, yearly. Like, yearly, it's, like, 70 bucks. And you're like, I'm paying yearly for it. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, and you're like, this should be just included at this point. Yeah, but, um... Thus, it was a good movie. Um, <laughs> Thus, it was a good movie. Okay. It was a good. It was actually badass. Um, so, if anybody ha- hasn't seen Raya and the Last Dragon, watch it. It's so good. Um, I know we were talking about earlier that we are both MCU fans. Yes, um, very so much so. I know you are really huge into Stark, Iron Man. Yeah, I do Junior. like. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, you know, I do like Iron Man quite a bit. Uh. I mean, I would have to say definitely. So I'm kind of an MCU a little bit messing around with a lot of those because mm-hmm. I mean, like I have, I have Thor. I mean, I love Thor, mm-hmm. but then I also have Deadpool. That's just oh, yeah, totally Dead- different. Oh, that I, he's, but he's not considered a hero. So that's why yeah. I don't look at it as in my, as that, you know, the yeah. two definite heroes I would have in there, you know, Iron Man and Thor, but that's about the most of them well i know uh you know uh i was huge on wandavision recently uh now now it's falcon the winter soldier and that show is which one do you prefer more because i mean i've watched a little bit of the wandavision but i still need to finish it but okay so i'm gonna be honest with everybody and uh to everybody that's listening i'm sorry if i offend you Uh, wandavision was way better because uh you know, it was like a more fantasy kind of thing. It was different. Uh, it kind of changed a lot of things, like in the MCU. So that was kind of cool. Um, and then we go to like the Fa- Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's still good, uh, and it's, it's very political too. So it's like it has that political aspect to it. Um, mm-hmm. So it's not like as fantasy, you know, whatever. It's just more like action packed, whatever. Um, and it's still good, but I think WandaVision was just, it, you know, theories. Grasped your attention a little more. Oh, dude, like it, gra- it grasped everybody's attention. Like, you know, like everybody was doing theories, like fan theories. and I mean, you know. I really liked it from what I've watched so far. I don't mind it at all. Like yeah. I told you lately, it's been a lot of Naruto, so. Oh, yeah. You, t- <laughs> you told me. You're like. like well, Naruto. yeah, like I just told you. Yeah, well, it's hard, man. You just. I was telling you earlier, anime is one of those ones that gets a little harder to get into it, and when you yeah. get into fight scenes or something major happens, it's not like a normal episode where they're like, "Oh yeah," and then this happened, and then the episode's over. No, anime's like, "Okay, cool. We just found out that this person killed this person. Plot twist, and here's a fight scene in the next <laughs> one, and then here's three hours later, and you're like, well, 
I meant to stop an hour ago. Yeah, you're like, oh, shit. I have to <laughs> go to bed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got to go to bed now. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> Work at 6 a.m. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, if that happened, that would be miserable. Yeah, yeah that would suck. What the fuck? Man? That's I'm too good. early. That's I'm, good. No, I'm so, good. So, um, we got a great show for you today, man. Uh, other than us checking out some new music, uh, we do have an interview on this episode with Star Leather. And Star Leather is actually from Ohio. Um, and he, I actually found him on TikTok, like, you know, the algorithm on my show is TikTok. And actually, TikTok is, like, a good way to find new music and new artists and all that. Um, and I was able to interview Star Leather. And uh, he produces music. He, you know, helps other local artists with, you know, producing and whatnot. Um, really great guy. He's actually, like, an 80s-inspired kind of artist uh he sounds like the 1975 almost uh which is pretty cool uh yeah that's so, he's a pretty good one. Oh yeah like it, it definitely caught my eye so i like reached out to him and he's a great guy uh i think you guys would love him so we got him on the show today or tonight whatever whenever you're listening to this episode um it's a great one uh but uh before we do that let's get into some new music isaac with our segment called the soundtrack Okay, so usually uh, on this podcast, you notice the intro to the soundtrack. It's like, do, 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 do. <laughs> Kyle doesn't have his theme music right now. Yeah, we all have we all have the theme music right now. And I think I'm actually going to redo the theme music because it was kind of like a, it kind of gave you like a cool like intro to it, but it's like, I need like pizzazz to it you know what i mean yeah dude so, you need something like the start to seinfeld yeah <laughs> <laughs> dude, <I> should... <laughs> anyway so uh today on the soundtrack and if you guys want to be featured on my podcast you can always email me at out 21 at yahoo.com and you can send me like your socials whatever you got um, I would like to hear what you guys got, you know, local or, you know, if you're outside of Colorado, um, I would love to hear your music. Uh, even if you're like part of like an organization that's really changing your scene, your local scene, the world, whatever, send those inquiries to me at out 21 at yahoo.com. Because I'm sure me and Isaac would like love to, you know, see Need what you guys update got. Update some more playlists here. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Give and me actually, some music here. Let's yeah. hear what you got. Exactly, especially if it's like a different genre, send like it. You need in. stuff. Yeah, it's. I mean, like even if it's country, I'll play it. <laughs> I. I mean, I think between me and Kyle, we're pretty open between most music. I'm just saying, like, just don't send anything like way, way out of ordinary. It's like, try your hardest to make yeah. sure that we'll actually listen to it. <laughs> yeah, so, send me, but... send me like a new TikTok like song that will be huge. Oh, Kyle's yeah. looking for the next big thing. Here. Yeah, I'm looking for uh, the next big thing. So, like, yeah, so again, out 21 at yahoo.com. Um, but let's get into it, man. So, uh, as we were talking about earlier, Beartooth has a new album uh, coming Beartooth. out. And it's, and it's coming out June 25th, and it's called Below. Okay, the album is called Below. June 25th, it comes out. Um, we've seen Beartooth live so many times. You betcha. Yeah, and I think we were talking about earlier, too, like, you guys, uh, we've seen them both at Warped Tour. Um, Warped Tour, and I believe they're at another venue, but it was a very, I think I want to say it was a little bit of a smaller one that I went to at one point, too. I do remember seeing Beartooth at the Marquee. 
Maybe the, okay, then maybe that's was where there. it was. Yeah, because I where, remember it was a small venue. Oh yeah, yeah, that was the marquee because like it was like it was packed. Like I remember that's like because right. that that's when Beartooth like blew up. Like yeah, because yeah. it was right then, and then the next year they were at Warped Tour, and then after that it was like continuously just kept going after that. Yeah, they just kept wrapping up. Yeah, and like I think I think. uh you know, they're doing really great. Uh, I think their past albums have been good. Um, and I'm actually really excited for this new one because, like, the new the new music sounds really promising. Um, I think you guys would love it. Uh, so we're actually going to play the song called The Past is Dead by Beartooth on the Cowbox Out Show on the soundtrack. Uh, June 25th, go check it out. Uh, follow them on, on their uh, socials as well. Um, I know everybody knows who Beartooth is, so you it probably won't be hard to find on socials. <laughs> nah, <laughs> right? That yeah. should be pretty easy, I would yeah. think. Yeah, so uh, without further ado, though, here's the classes dev on the Kyle Rocks Out show. Enjoy.
And that was Beartooth, everybody. The cast is dead. The cast is dead, Isaac. Um, yeah. How do you, you every time they hear yeah. that song? Every okay. time they hear that song, though, I'm like, damn, that's such a good song. Like, wow. That really was a good song, though. Honestly, it kind of was one that kind of caught me out of the blue, though, because I wasn't really, like I told you, I wasn't really expecting anything from Beartooth that fast because they didn't put anything out forever. So I was waiting, 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 and, you know, nothing ever showed up. So I wasn't really expecting much. Yeah. But, like, I don't know, like, the songs are, like, amazing. It's like, wow. Wow, 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 wow. Well, like I told you earlier, I mean, like, there were certain points at, because it was it who did we compare this to did we compare this to oh i compared it to uh bring me the horizon oh yeah yeah that's right because like bring me the horizon yeah i had the same sound Uh uh-huh they had that same really heavy metal and changed up and then kind of made everything a little bit different yeah but like i told you with bring me the horizon there's every now and then there's a couple stinkers yeah that's true i i I mean like with I don't know, it's like some Beneath the Horizon stuff, like the recent stuff, like their recent album is amazing. Yeah, um, but the ones prior were... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a little iffy, because like the, the last, uh, the previous album before that one uh, was actually okay. The, yeah, it wasn't good. bad, but it wasn't yeah. great. Yeah, it's good to hear it live, but like at the same time, like it's it's still like okay to see it live and like, oh, it sounds it, good. It wasn't a start to finish album, let's put it that way. Yeah, it's not it's not something you like roll the windows down and you're just like ah yeah exactly where you would listen to the whole album and not stop right I mean like it's still yeah. good though so that would, uh if you guys want to check that out uh click out their new album June twenty fifth it's called Below uh check it out I think it's great uh next up on the soundtrack we got a band called Nick N- hopefully I say this right Nick N- 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 you want me I got you it's Magnolia Road. <laughs> No, it's called, I got it. It's Nagnolia Park, actually. <laughs> Park. Na- yeah, it's Nagnolia Park. Park. Oh my god. <laughs> Dang it. Ah, I and Nag- I said it earlier too, and I was trying to look up their band earlier too, and I was like, Chris, I even spelled it right. <laughs> and I just messed it up yet again because I thought it was definitely called. What did I just say? It's like you said, like because Nag- now Nag- it's Nag- Park. <laughs> Oh jeez. Yeah, it's Park, Park Road. Anyways. Street, you name it. It's okay, I forgive you. <laughs> Anyways. So uh next up on the soundtrack we got uh Magnolia Park and they're actually from New York, up- upstate New York. Uh and you can yeah, and I actually found these guys on TikTok a while back. Um now they're blowing up because you know they're on they were recently on All Chris. Um I mean, they're really huge with like a lot of the, you know, in the scene right now, which is really cool. Um, they have an EP uh, that they just released. It came out, I think, last week. It's called Dream Eater. Uh, and, you know, they got songs from Oliver Baxter from Broadside. They got a song with Kellen Quinn. Uh, they also have a song with Glimmers, which you guys all know from my listeners out there, um, with Maggie, uh, Maggie Schneider, which we interview her. A while back, I don't know if you actually listened to that one, Isaac, or not, but um, we interviewed her a while back, and she's such a sweetheart. Um, and she actually did a song with these guys, too, which is really cool. Um, but I think you guys should check her out. You can check them out at Instagram, Twitter, uh, under the same name, the Magnolia Park. Oh, my gosh. I, 
I, know, I can't I, talk I, to I them. Up, I'm sorry. I, I can't talk anyway. Um, <laughs> it's just one of those ones that does not roll off the tongue very like as easy as you would hope. <laughs> I, I know, know it's why. like yeah, it's not all time low, so you know. <laughs> it's not yeah. See, that's easy. <laughs> yeah, it, it's okay though. Uh, but we got we got this one track. Uh, it's called "Back on Like Bullshit." Uh, it features I am Jake Hill. Um, it's actually a great EP all the way through too. So if you guys want to check it out, it's available on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your music. Um, but uh, let's get into it. Back on Like Bullshit on the Kyle Rocks Out Show with the soundtrack. I like how we're just like <laughs> over Zoom while listening to these songs. We're just like, but yet yeah, nobody <laughs> and, will ever see this. <laughs> yeah, nobody, nobody will ever see the video, but it's fine. Uh, if, if you if you guys are listening, uh, we do. Me and I, me and I, yeah, me and Isaac were like, yeah, we were like dancing and virtually headbanging like the songs. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, dude, I, that song is actually really cool. I'm not gonna lie. I, Honestly, when you told me that you really like this band because you thought they were a little similar to, I think you said it was Neck Deep. Yeah, they're like they're like I feel like they're like Neck Deep with like MGK and vibes. You that know? that was the other one. Yeah, yeah. You said it was MGK because of the beats, which I do like. Yeah, um, it's a little bit different, which I kind of like too. It's not as 
I guess it fast paced, I guess it's kind of still yeah. a little slower paced, but it still has that nice beat to it with adding in on the MGK vibe that you were mentioning. Yeah. Cause like, and you can like hear it in the background too. You're just like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just it's very faint, but it kind of adds just a little to it. Yeah. I mean, it's not but too bad though, but that was a Magnolia Park, by the way. Uh, back on like bullshit with IMJ Carroll. Uh, go check them out. They're really good. Uh, really huge on TikTok right now. Um, you know, if Kellen Quinn likes them, then you have to like them, I guess. Because, like, you know, who doesn't like <laughs> Kellen Quinn? You know what I mean? So, <laughs> um, if you want to be on the soundtrack or uh, featured on the podcast on that segment, uh, email me at out 21 at yahoo.com. Uh, we would love to hear what you got, um, whether you're local or regional. Uh, even out of the United States, I don't care. I would just love to hear it. So, so send them in, send the inquiries in. Um, I feel like this is a chill like episode actually, because like I feel like I'm like more energetic and like you know what I mean. Like I, 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 I think I think I think because like we're doing. I mean like it. What uh, I know you quite you guys are probably listening like at a different time, but like it's like ten o'clock right now. While doing this yeah. episode, so we're like, you know, this, it's like nighttime. We're chilling, uh, shooting the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Pretty much, yeah. Because <laughs> uh, you know, me and Isaac were pretty chill. So I mean, like, uh, but this is this is awesome. Uh, but um, we're gonna take a break. Uh, when we come back, we're gonna do this uh, interview with Starlaga. Uh, I think you guys would like him. Um, and check, and we can actually play "Crying in Miami" as well. Because uh, I think Isaac needs to hear that one. After the interview with Starlighter. So stay tuned. Don't don't go anywhere. Stick around. job start a new life and they'd all be so disappointed because who am i if not exploited and i'm so sick of 17 where's my fucking teenage dream if someone tells me one more time enjoy your youth i'm gonna cry and i don't stick up for myself i'm anxious and nothing can help and i wish i'd done this before and i wish people liked me more all i did was try my best I feel like no one wants me And I hate the way I'm perceived I only have two real friends And lately I'm a nervous wreck Cause I love people I don't like And I hate every song I write And I'm not cool and I'm not smart And I can't even parallel park All I did was try my best Here. 
How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, th- hey, thanks for uh, dropping in and chatting with me. Uh, I'm actually really honored to actually chat with you today. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Thank you for asking. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, heck yeah. Do you mind if I call you Billy or or just Starletta or? Uh, Billy. Billy's cool. Yeah. My okay. Name. Cool. <laughs> All right. Cool. Sounds good, man. Yeah, I wasn't really sure if you wanted to just do like the stage name or just like your actual name. So. Yeah, we my actual name is cool. I'm cool with that one. So. Cool. Hey, cool. Sounds good, man. Well, hey, welcome to the Car Rocks Out show uh, with uh, up and coming rising musician and TikTok star Starletta, which is Billy. Uh, behind all that and uh, the music that you're releasing right now is amazing it's uh 1975 vibes and you know we we love the 1975 um and you know out of um, all the artists that are coming out out of tiktok and there's a lot of popular ones and uh, including you um and when i was scrolling through tiktok one day you know i found you and uh you were promoting your song crying in miami and mm-hmm. amazing song it's awesome when you play it live on your video it was amazing um so Thank you. Want, yeah no problem man and like i want to know like what your story is on like how you became a musician and wanted to decide to like put out music and stuff like how what's your story um well we go like to the very beginning of it um mm-hmm. i guess uh my uh my i had a piano in my house growing up my parents house and i used to like noodle around on it a lot and my uh my parents are not musically inclined people um but they uh they saw that i had like an interest in it and i was i had like some kind of knack for it so they put me in lessons and um the school district i grew up in has like a really good music program and Mm -hmm. uh all throughout like middle school and high school i was just like in a ton of music classes and stuff so that helped feed into my interests um and I, I, I grew up in like a really musical environment, like enjoying music, just mm-hmm. not like people that played it unless it was in school. So um, that definitely helped. I've always I've always had like uh, I've been writing music probably since I was like 14 or 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had some kind of recording software since I was like a freshman in high school. So mm-hmm. I've always messed around with it and had like the interest on in writing songs and like making instrumentals and playing with synthesizers and stuff. And it just kind of grew over time to where um, now, like I run a studio and I write for other people and I record other bands as well as doing my own stuff. So uh, it's just, it's been an interest of mine throughout my whole life. And it's just kind of grown and grown into something that I can, I I do somewhat professionally now, almost, Mm -hmm. almost full time. So it's, uh, it's cool. But if it wasn't for my parents being really supportive uh, of me, wanting to learn all these instruments i probably would have never never been able to do it so that's awesome dude I, i'm actually glad that you know you've been musically inclined like all these years um are you, are you uh, in college right now are you you're not taking college classes or no i'm uh i'm 25 i um so i went to college for one semester and uh the, the school around here the um their music production degree isn't really like set up for modern technology Mm -hmm. so i went for i went to like a six-week course that kind of gives you the rundown on like how the equipment works and like how because i want to do studio work and production Mm -hmm. so they kind of just they put you in a studio like monday to friday 8 a.m to 1 a.m they're like bands are going to come in you're going to record them and we're going to teach you how to do it so 
Um, that was like really the only schooling I've done, but I've taken like courses here and there just to kind of refresh myself. But a lot of it to me, music, um, production mm-hmm. is like a trade almost more than something you can go to school for. Cause there's a technical aspect of it, yeah. but you only really get better by doing it hands-on and, and making the mistakes and learning from them and just kind of doing it more and more. Um, music, if you're going for like performance and mm-hmm. things like that, music school is really cool because you're learning from really experienced players. But from what I wanted to do from it, it's more so trial and error because there's, there's only so much technical stuff that you know until you get, you have to apply it into like a, an actual recording and then it's a lot of it is preference stuff mm-hmm. so what's, yeah it's been a while cool? since i've done any schooling for it that's pretty cool like what school was it i went to the recording workshop it's oh, uh okay. it's like a little south of columbus um i live in ohio oh okay, um, cool. but yeah that that program is really good it's like a six-week course they just they beat the basics and like intermediate stuff into your head mm-hmm. and then you just kind of you kind of go from there so that's awesome, man. I, I'm actually glad that uh, I'm actually talking to a person that wants to record stuff with uh, other groups and all that. Uh, have you um, worked with uh, any people that we know or upcoming um, people? Not really. So I primarily have done my, most of my portfolio is metal. I, I used to be in a metal. I was in a metal band for a really long time up until last, like late last year. Oh, wow. Um, and um, so a lot of the bands I was working with are rock metal bands. I'm only now really within the last year trying to switch it over to pop. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm moving to Nashville in a couple of months to oh, wow. pursue like just pop and country production. So I'm in the process of like trying to switch my portfolio and like my uh, what I want to do over. Um, so a lot of the stuff that I have under my belt is like metal bands that are local and like a couple regional ones, but nothing, mm-hmm. nothing crazy. So, but lately because of the song blowing up and my TikTok starting to do well, I've had more people that have a little bit more recognition than normal mm-hmm. kind of reaching out to me and wanting to work together. So, so that's a really cool thing. That's really cool. And my, my, actually my algorithm for this podcast is TikTok. I'm all about it. Uh, I love like the things that are coming out of it. I know that Last year, I know there was like a controversy with the president wanting to get rid of TikTok, which is stupid. <laughs> yeah, but um, mm-hmm. I uh, I wanted to ask you too about TikTok though itself because I know um, it's get- growing a lot more with musicians for people that work in the music industry. Um, do you agree that it's getting more popularity over YouTube? Like, is YouTube still like a thing that you work with yourself, or is TikTok like I... your go-to? I don't really use YouTube a lot. I've never really been a YouTube person though. There's only a couple people I follow and they're all music accounts, but I think TikTok, as far as a social media platform mm-hmm. is really the, the one right now, because before Facebook and Instagram became more like ad based, mm-hmm. um, it was such, such like an organic way to find musicians. And like, there was nothing in the way of like preventing people from seeing new stuff. And now they throttle it so hard where even if you follow a page, you probably won't see what they post mm-hmm. unless the band pays for it. And the way that TikTok is set up is most of your, what you're looking at is your for you page and it's accounts you don't follow. Mm-hmm. So it's really easy for people to just blow up and, or even just have like a, a good base of their career because the, the, the stuff that is being put in front of people is so specific to what they like. 
but at the same time, it's things that they, it's people they don't know yet. Mm -hmm. So I like, uh, I can see the analytics now of like my TikTok and most of what people view my videos are from for you page. So there's a mm -hmm. percentage of people that follow me that, that are real, that watch and comment everything. Mm -hmm. But I mean, even when I'm on my, when I'm on TikTok, 90% of the time I'm on for you page. And it, that's like the best part about it for musicians is your, the algorithm is literally putting you in front of new people constantly. Mm -hmm. And uh, no other social media is doing that. And to the people on TikTok are like really genuine, which is nice. I, I really don't see any negative stuff that's mm -hmm. been commented on my stuff or really any other people's things because the way that it's set up, it's so hyper-specific to what you like already that mm -hmm. they're most of the time when you see stuff, it's something you're gonna like. So mm -hmm. I would say that it's, it's, in my opinion, definitely the best social media platform for artists right now. Yeah, especially like during the pandemic, because I know in, in the pandemic, a lot of artists were, you know, trying to struggle, like, okay, let's figure out, like, how we're going to do this and how we're going to, you know, give to the fans. Uh, what were you doing uh, during the whole quarantine? I'm kind of curious. And like, were you just like slammed down, locked down on just working music or were you like doing stuff? Um, so I, I was still working with bands um, half remotely and like, uh, when it was a little bit safer over the summer, I had people in, I've had people in and out, but it's like, I, I only bring in like one or two people at a time. And like, we mm -hmm. communicate back and forth. Like, how are you feeling? Is everything going right? Cause like, I, we don't want to get sick. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I work at a music store. So I've, I've, I've still been going to work and uh, that I've really, I've been recording a lot and I have been writing a little bit, I think over between like May and September, I really didn't write anything because mm -hmm. there's, there's like, I think everyone at the beginning of the pandemic, when the, when the shutdown happened, they're like, I'm going to have a month. I want to be so productive. I'm going to get all this stuff done. I'm just going to practice and write and learn. And then when it kept going and then nothing was opening up, it was, it kind of felt like, what's the point almost. Mm -hmm. And I, it, it kind of, for me, killed my, my drive. And, uh, at the beginning of it, I was writing more, but then that, that summer, I just really wasn't writing a lot. But then over the fall and like the winter, I've been writing a ton lately. So um, it was, it was on and off. Pull Me Out, the one song that I have out, I actually wrote right before the shutdown in Ohio ended and like oh, wow. I had to go back to work. Uh, and it was basically me just like, I don't, I don't feel like doing anything. Like, mm -hmm. I just don't, like nothing's happening. Like it just feels like pointless. So uh, but I know some people that were that have been productive the whole time, but most of the people I know are it kind of got to them and they were more so just like, why, why would I do anything if there's no shows, which mm. is, I understand it. But now that everything's starting to kind of seem like it's going to go back to normal soon, I think a lot of people are more optimistic about it. Yes, and I think that uh, I know one of the festivals uh, they announced uh, for Vegas actually uh, sold some tickets today, uh, which is actually really exciting because that means like festival season is going to come around the corner in September, um, hopefully before that too. Um, do you think that it's um, a safe a safe plan to do shows this year, or wait till next year, or what's your opinion on the whole thing? Um, I mean, from what I read, the um the the vaccination rate 
because I know they're trying to hit a herd immunity percentage. They said that at the current, this was like a month ago. I haven't looked at it recently, but they said that by October, it should be at a, the, the number of people that are vaccinated should be safe enough to open up everything again. Mm-hmm. And um, even now, like in Ohio, the numbers have been dropping for like the last two straight months because people oh, wow. are finally getting vaccines. So, I mean, there's still people getting sick and the, the restrictions aren't lifted. Um, but uh, it's, uh, I think, towards the end of the year, probably. I know um, there's places that are doing like live streams and, and some places are doing like limited ticketed shows where they're socially distanced and they're spread out. And um, I think for now, that's like all you really can do. Mm-hmm. But there's certain things like festivals and like being in a metal band and like mm-hmm. knowing how those shows go, it's really hard to do those, I think effectively and still be safe. But if, if enough people are vaccinated and it's under control, then I, I, I guess it would be okay, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know if festivals. That's like, that's so many people in one spot. <laughs> yeah, so <I> <laughs> yeah, maybe like smaller shows, but festivals and like arenas and stuff, those probably won't come back. Cause if you have to think if, those artists that make millions of dollars touring like the weekend or like Taylor Mm -hmm. Swift, if they're not doing anything, it's probably not safe to do stuff yet. Mm Because those are the people that are they're loaded because of their touring and careers. Mm -hmm. And they're they're still like, yeah, this is we can't we can't go out and do this. So Mm -hmm. it makes a lot of sense uh, what you said of it too. I I think uh, what I'm curious more about too is uh as far as the music industry goes, like what do you think about uh, how it's going to bounce back? Do you think it's going to be a little different? you think it's going to be the same as it was before? Like, what, what do you think that's going to change? I think once everything opens back up, it's going to be like pandemonium in the yeah. sense of people have been locked in their house for a year, over a year almost. And when things go back to normal, I think a lot of people, myself included, took live shows for granted, like being mm-hmm. in a band for so long and like running live sound. And it's it, it sometimes it's like the last couple of years, it's it's almost to me felt like it's lost its thing that makes it exciting and not having it for so long to be able to go and see bands and live music again is going to I think a lot of people are going to realize that it's something that either they were taking for granted or they enjoyed it more than they thought they did and more people are going to go out and see bands and and do things and not be in their house. And I I think it's going to come back really strong Mm -hmm. and uh, I I hope it does. I hope it does. Mm -hmm. So. I hope so too. I I think, I think uh, uh, we all need shows. I I know I definitely need a show for sure. (laughs) Yeah. What was the last, what was the last concert that you went to before the pandemic or did you? Oh man. Um, well, before the pandemic, I was, I was running sound at the a venue around here. So I was really just going to those and like, I was more working shows than I was going to them. I really don't go to a lot of shows because from being in a band and like performing and, and running shows, I, it almost like it burns, it burns me out to be there. Mm-hmm. And um, now that I haven't, been in one for a while I, I feel different about it but i, I think the, the last the last thing i probably went to was like a local show that i was running oh, nice. but uh i don't really go to a lot of big big concerts i haven't in a while at least i'm, I'm actually kind of surprised that you said that you haven't gone to big concerts in a while because i'm like what <laughs> it's uh it's it's interesting i remember when i was in high school i had a band director who we were talking about um 
music, like just music in general. And we were watching the, I think the orchestra or the band or something rehearse. And we were just sitting there and he said something like being a musician is almost a blessing and a curse because it's something you really want to learn how to do. But then when, once you learn how music works and you become a musician, it's almost hard to just sit and be able to enjoy it because all you're doing is analyzing things that are going wrong. Mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're more paying attention to the technicality of it and not just like the music itself. And when I go to shows, I think, man, it must take a long time to set this thing up or like the sound, the mix is really good. And I wonder what console that guy's running and like mm-hmm. all this stuff. So I almost, I go into like work mode when I go mm-hmm. to shows and it's hard for me to break the two away just because majority of my time being at shows is working them. Mm-hmm. So I, I like seeing live concerts. Um, but lately I, I don't go to as much because when I, before the pandemic, I was just working so many, it it just, it really just felt like I was at work. Mm -hmm. So I try to limit it to like the bigger ones. So when I do go, it's like a whole event, like I take a day and like hang Mm -hmm. out with my friends and stuff. But, um, I don't know. It's tough. It's tough for me to go to a show and and not just feel like I'm there to do a job, even if I'm paid to be there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I know what you mean. Actually, I used to work at, uh, the Fillmore in here in Denver and, uh, I used to, uh, I still run shows, but, you know, I was putting a lot, you know, shows together and whatnot for the local bands and whatnot. So I kind of feel, you know, what you're saying, because when you're there, you're like, okay, so uh, where's the schedule at, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I definitely yeah. put you on that one. Um, what, uh, is there any, like, bands that you would want to uh, look forward to seeing again or seeing for the first time once shows get back to normal or? Um. I mean, I really would like to go see more of like bigger pop and country artists. Um, mm-hmm. I I would really like to see. Um, ooh, I want to see Lady Gaga do that Chromatica tour like really bad. Oh, um, she's like one of my favorite artists, like in gen, like just across the board, especially for pop music. But mm-hmm. uh, her, like, I would love to go see Luke Combs. I saw him like years ago, and really? I, I would yeah. like to see him again. Um, so I just I really want to go see the, the big artists and like those arenas arena size shows and mm-hmm. I, like look I would love to definitely definitely Gaga though because that album was so good. That's awesome. I love Gaga, <laughs> dude. Like <laughs> Gaga, she's so great. Awesome. She's oh so gosh. great. I I always uh, jam out to the one with Ariana Grande, uh, "Rain on Me" because that that's yep. a jam. That's a jam. It is. <laughs> it really is. It's, it's like, it, it really is. And like I. Uh, it's it's funny because I was talking to my friend about it and like um we we both hang out at a club and uh <laughs> we said like it's a shame that like that album came out and the whole like dance culture got robbed of having like this great record to hear in the club yeah. for a while and like hopefully people still remember it happened next year or whenever things open up again. Mm-hmm. But like that would have been such a good album to hear just like at the bar having a good mm. time and oh, man. <laughs> I know. no you you remind me of you know the club that i go to down here in denver's uh called traps and uh it, i i imagine that song playing in the background too because i would be like going nuts and doing all, mm. all kinds of shit i'm just like oh man that'd be so sick because like when that album came out it was so good and oh yeah yeah and like i, I was just like man you know hearing that in the club would be Banging like <laughs> yeah it was written to be playing in clubs so 
yeah. hopefully hopefully that happens sooner than later. I think it's so weird if you listen to like you know uh, the new music that came out last year because there was a lot of good music that came out. Um, and you listen to an album, you're like, man, it's so weird, like, just listening to the album and not seeing it live. Mm-hmm. You know, then, then, you know, like, more of the story with the songs, and then, like, you know, just hearing them on a CD player or whatever, um, you know, it just kind of, like, doesn't really have that effect on you when you see it live, and you're like, ah, I love that song live, like, it sounds so good, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, so, but uh, let's talk about your song, Crying in Miami, dude, because that mm-hmm. song is a banger. Like, I, I listen to it all the time, um, and it comes, it comes up on TikTok a lot, too, you know, your videos and, and all that since I follow you now, so it's pretty cool. Uh, what's, oh, thank you. Yeah, what was, yeah. <laughs> what's, uh, what's your uh, creative process on that song? Like, how did you come up with the lyrics? What is it about? Uh, what's the, what's um, the story? So that song is funny because that song wasn't really supposed to e- exist at all. Um, I within like the last couple of months, I started writing more like 80s inspired instrumentals because I've always really liked 80s music mm-hmm. um, and I really like writing it. But I didn't think that it was like I thought writing stuff that was like too heavily 80s influenced wouldn't go over well. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just sending stuff to my friends and um, they were like, yeah, this is like cool, but it might be a little too, too 80s. I was like, I don't care anymore. Like, I just want to write what I want to write. And um, I sent the instrumental to Crying in Miami. I had just started writing it like a few days before I posted that video and I sent it to my friend. And when I wrote it, I was like, I want this to sound like it could be a theme song for a cop show in the 80s, <laughs> like a really like heavy Miami Vice kind of thing. Nice. And um, my friend, he sent, he replied, he was like, this sounds like it was uh, like you're, you're in Miami, like crying, like having like driving in the coast and like thinking about all the bad stuff you've done in your life and just joking around. I was like, I'm going to even crying in Miami. Watch me. I'll do it. And then like a couple of days later, I was like I was just listening to the instrumental like doing errands or something and I sang like the first part of the hook and I was like this might actually work and I tracked it the the day that I posted that video I just I had just started writing it like the lyrics wow and then I posted that video and then I woke up and it exploded and I was like I have to finish the song now like I have to finish it so I had a couple of my friends come over and like help me finish it I went live on TikTok once and I had people like give me suggestions on what they wanted to hear and like what things sounded good and what didn't. Cause mm-hmm. I'm not really fast with writing lyrics. I can write instrumentals like in a whole day. Like you yeah. give me a few hours, I can bang out the whole, the, the instrumental part, but the, the lyrics take me a little longer, but I wanted to get it out because it was being received so well. And people were asking like, where is the song? Where is the song? Where is the mm-hmm. song? And um, so like, I just, I just, pushed in like called I actually called off work for a day and I work at a I work at a music store so they understood I was yeah. like this is weird but this thing happened and I have to I have to finish this song wow and uh I'm glad I, I'm glad they would let me because if they wouldn't have I would have been able to get it done but uh I don't know this song is just like a fun thing I lyrically I mean I guess it's about like someone like leaving and like being far away and like you were you were in like you're having like a good like summer love and then mm-hmm. they they they're on the other side of the country and now all you can do is think about them being there and the good times and how much you miss them and uh i mean there's there's probably some truth to like the the general story of that um 
a lot of the song, the way that it's written is more just for like storytelling aspects. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I, I think everyone knows how it feels to like be in that situation where you have like a, like a long lost love or like someone is like far away and you wish they were closer and like mm-hmm. thinking about times that you've had with the person that were good. And, um, but definitely the, the, the lyric, the lyrical content of the song is, I think more so fits the aesthetic of the instrumental than mm-hmm. it does like really specifically to something that happened to me. Mm-hmm. But I think it turned out sweet. I mean, I, I, it seems the song's being received really well um like like really well way better than i would have expected it to because people go viral on tiktok and then you know they disappear so it it still had some even almost a month later there's people that are still just finding it now and like still listening to it and it's 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 really cool that's awesome i I was actually gonna ask you too like how does it feel with you know uh being on TikTok and like people are like always asking you like you know how's the new stuff coming and all that like I mean it's quite overwhelming as an artist you know you know starting out and you know being a producer and all that you're like whoa this is insane yeah it's I mean it's honestly a little overwhelming it's not a it's not a bad overwhelming like um I mean I work a full-time job and I record bands on the side almost Mm -hmm. every day that I'm not working and then on top of it, now I'm trying to figure out, okay, how am I going to follow this up? I, w- I need to get a release out around the summertime, at least a few songs and like balancing my schedule and like trying to find time for me to like, even to still relax. And it's, it, it's a lot, but I've been, I've been working on a few, few songs that I think are that I've, I've actually posted a few of them on my TikTok, just like mm-hmm. little clips. And um, I think by the summer I should have something out, but it's cool to see that people are still like, where, what are you going to give us more stuff? Where are you going to give us? Cause I mean, I, as far as like TikTok followers, I don't have a ton compared to, sorry, some of those other like really big artists, but the people that follow me that are paying attention to what I'm doing seem to really be invested in what I, what I do next. Yeah, and uh, that that's cool. Cause I mean, like a month ago I had 58 monthly listeners on spotify like nobody except for my friends and family knew i did music and that like did like starletta stuff and like what i was releasing mm-hmm. and then uh now i'm at like 120 something thousand and it's oh, yeah. been maintaining pretty well so um Man, that's awesome, I, I definitely know i have like a there's like a certain level of pressure on my shoulders that like hey uh, don't screw this opportunity. You really got to follow this up with something good. So um, I, I think people will like what I've been working on. It's definitely in that vein of, mm-hmm. of like that 80s synthwave aesthetic that Crying in Miami is. But there's some songs that I've, I've actually been working on before that one that are going to come out soon too. And um, they're, they're, they're more like actually the ones like Barry Gaga pop and uh that that one i'm super excited to put out but uh oh <laughs> yeah i'm like i did a video for it and everything over the summer i just like haven't put it out yet so nice um, yeah that one's That's probably awesome. gonna be the next one i release but uh yeah yeah it's 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 a little it's overwhelming but it's cool to know that people are care what i'm doing now it's like yeah. a, it's 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 definitely worth the the level of stress that i feel mm-hmm. feel so that's mm-hmm. awesome. I, well, I'm excited for you because, like, the music that you have out right now is amazing. Uh, and also, because I know I've been, like, kind of, like, 
freaking out over crying in Miami. Your other songs are really awesome as well. Um, and I know you said that you were influenced by the 80s style and Gaga. Uh, what what other artists are you influenced by? Um, Prince is definitely my all-time favorite artist and musician, like, mm-hmm. ever. That man was just so creative and was wrote so much music in his mm-hmm. life. Um, and just, like, the, the feeling of everything he wrote is great. Um, but him um gaga is definitely my biggest like modern pop influence i mm-hmm. i remember when i saw her the first time um or was it the second i saw her the second time i think it's when when she was doing the art rave tour um she was like playing piano and she was talking about like how at the beginning of her career like she would she was being dropped by labels and shopping the labels and like talking to people and like pitching her stuff and people said your voice is too nasally it's too show tuny you'll never you don't work for pop this is too this this is too that like your nose is too big all these things and then like she stopped and she's like and now look at where i'm at like you don't have to sound like that thing Mm. that you expect to sound like for people to like your music like you just do what you want and um that's like a really it's like a really cool thing i try to grab onto is like um, and I actually, I said this in, um, one of the, the I, I, I did another interview like a few days ago with someone oh. on a podcast and, um, we were talking about the same thing mm-hmm. and, um, I even posted a TikTok about it too, but, uh, it's, you have to write stuff that you like and before you write stuff for that other people, for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, because to me, like music is a very selfish thing. Like I write stuff that I want to hear. I don't write, I I hope other people accept it, but, um, and it feels really good that people like it too, but I'm writing what I want to write. And, um, I don't, I think that Gaga has that same mentality where she just did what she wanted to do and it worked. It just worked. Like you just have to trust your gut and eventually people will find you. If the right people that liked what you're doing will find you. Um, so definitely her, Prince, obviously the 1975 is like yeah. <laughs> the indie Bible at this point. Like they're just though. such a <laughs> reference point for any indie pop artist. Um, they're they're definitely one of my favorite bands. Mm-hmm. Um, probably probably those three. Those three are probably like the the biggest influences. And I really like Sam Smith. I like Sam Smith a lot too. Oh, too. Yeah. So probably so I'll good. add him in there. His voice is chilling. Yeah. Just, oh my gosh. Yeah. He he is wow i mean his range is amazing like <laughs> he goes in and out of his falsetto like nothing yeah it's, it's nuts i wish i can do that <laughs> you know? Me too. Like, yeah. <laughs> i tried but it's hard shoot like, uh, have, have you have you seen sam smith live too or no no i want to the only pop artist i've seen live is gaga everything else has just been like metal bands or rock mm-hmm. bands i want to go back to that because I, i'm really interested because uh, you do seem like that kind of guy it's like oh yeah i was in the emo music and and all that mm-hmm. Sorry. anyways um yeah so like you know you seem like the kind of guy that you know likes emo stuff and and all that um so how did you like you know be in a metal band and like had that uh, mindset and then goes like straight to like pop music. I mean, how, how did that come about? Um, I definitely was a scene kid growing up. Um, yeah. I'm, I might've been a chubby scene kid, but oh, I yeah. definitely <laughs> was one. But uh, yeah, I, the, my, one of my favorite things about even metal back then was like synthesizers were so heavy. 
mm-hmm. involved in like metal and metalcore and like what what you heard at like Warp Tour and Hot Topic, mm-hmm. like bands like Attack Attack and I See Stars and like all those really like high pitch singing metalcore bands. Like I just I love that stuff. The first band I was actually in, I played synthesizer for a band like that, and That's I wrote awesome. all the stuff for it too. But wow, um, I just I the production value of metal is it's like back then it was like pop music, but for scene, like for metal kids. And mm. I, it really, I think translated well into me liking pop music for the same reasons. I just like wanting, I've, I've always had some interest in like how music is arranged and produced mm. and it, it, uh, they, it kept my attention because it was just so overblown, like pop music is and like filled and lush and, I like the energy of it too. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of the stuff that's coming out now with metal, I'm not super into, but it, cause it just doesn't give me that feeling. Like there are still some great metal bands, mm-hmm. but like when I was growing up in high school, like in the stuff that was in Warped Tour and, and, and in Hot Topic and all those bands that kids listen to, um, it had some sort of pop element to it. And uh, I don't know, like I've, I've always wanted to, try to incorporate the two actually how starletta started was when i was in like when i was 17 or 18 i wanted to be i wanted it to be a metal band i wanted Mm -hmm. it to be like metal with synth and like have this like pretty like tone to it and um there was a metal band from ohio that had a song called starletta and uh i was like this that's a pretty name i like it so i i was like that would fit the aesthetic i want Mm -hmm. and then uh, i only ever put like one song out under that version of it and then like years later when i wanted to uh do pop music i was like well the name fits it's the same aesthetic just not metal so like we'll translate it over mm-hmm. but um yeah i don't i metal metal when i was growing up had similar things to pop so they've always kind of intertwined for me mm-hmm. in a way and uh it's just the energy of both there's just like a really fun aspect to both both of those things at that time Mm -hmm. um and uh i might my band technically we're not like broken up but this with starletta taking off Mm -hmm. we i think we kind of just the last with the pandemic we haven't been doing anything and i think Mm -hmm. it's kind of been like unspoken like hey i think we're done because everyone people are getting engaged and like you know Mm -hmm. i'm moving and like life is just kind of doing this to people and it's it's nothing like ill will or anything and who we might still write music later but um pop is definitely what i would like to shift into full time so um no that's really cool though that um that you know that you went that way because like you know sometimes like i always wonder like you know how artists is like because i like them when they you know evolve you know when they're doing like one genre of music and then they go like to a whole different genre you know i I think that's really cool you know i think it you know it's all about experimenting and and all that, and I, I kind of, kind of reminded me of like how Killian from Dance Gavin Dance, you know, is doing his music too. He's like doing Dance Gavin Dance, and he has like that pop energy realm, you know, yeah. his solo stuff. So I think that's really cool. So I'm glad that you're also doing that and also really into it. So that's really cool. Um, are we? So can we expect like maybe like a possible like EP slash LP later on this year from you or? Yeah, I'm trying to put out an EP around the summertime. Um, I, I'm moving in May, so I have a lot of juggling right now. But um, I have a few songs that are close to being done that are probably going to be releasable, like in a releasable 
state within the next month. Mm-hmm. And um, I'd like to put out like a five song EP for the summer um, oh. of songs along that vein of crying Miami and move on. Cause those are the two that are like doing the best right now. And I've been mm-hmm. writing a lot like that. It like in the last few months as well. So hopefully at least, at least an EP summertime. Um, and then we'll kind of, we'll kind of see if anything happens between now and then if maybe, maybe more, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but de- I'm definitely trying to do at least five songs. Mm-hmm. So. I hope so. I, I, I'm hoping that, you know, I hear like more, you know, vibes like crying Miami and all the other songs that you guys got uh, that you have put out. Um, I think that you're doing really well so far. I think TikTok is definitely a great place to discover musicians and new music because I mean, I don't really have any source of new music besides like Apple music and stuff, but like TikTok is like my go-to, you know, with finding like new artists and stuff. So it's really, really cool. Um, my last question for you though, um, for all the emo lovers out there, since, <laughs> you, since you are located in Ohio, okay, my, my next question is, is Ohio really for lovers? Ohio is for lovers. <laughs> yeah. look, I can't make it on my own because my heart is in Ohio. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's so dope, dude. Hey, Billy, you know what, man? It's been really great. Star Love is awesome. Uh, before Thank we you. go, um, can you tell us where to follow you and uh, where to go to for all your stuff? Yeah, um, you can follow me. Um, Starletta Music is my handle on everything. Instagram, uh, TikTok, Twitter, uh, Facebook. Mm. Um, uh, Twitch, I stream on Twitch too. Um, mm. So any anything that Starletta Music, um, obviously Crying in Miami is out. So if you want to <laughs> listen to it and you haven't heard it yet, definitely check it out. Check out all my other songs. Um, I'm putting out a song March 19th, which is actually a week from today. Nice. Um with, I, I did a feature on a, 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 a friend's track. He's like an EDM artist and mm-hmm. uh, we're putting out a song together that comes out on the 19th. I think you can pre-save it. His artist name is Beamlo, uh, right. B-E-A-M-L-O. Um, super cool guy. I think the song sounds sweet. It's it's definitely different than Crying in Miami, but it has mm-hmm. that like pop EDM, like chain smokers kind of thing. So um, awesome. definitely check that out. Um, hopefully I have new music out by the summer. At least I'm at least planning on putting out one more song by the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm I'm gonna try to get a an EP out summertime. So just keep an eye out for that. Heck yeah! Hey, hell yeah, man, Billy! Uh, it's been great. The Crowd Rocks Out show. Make sure you guys check out Starletta. And I appreciate you coming on the show. And um, hopefully we'll get to see you live really really soon. You know, <laughs> at some point. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully yeah. sooner than later. Heck yeah, man. Well, hey, Billy, it's been great. Uh, and I'll, I'll definitely be checking out all the stuff that you put out uh, from here on out. So, Well, thank you. Thank you again for having me on. Yeah, heck yeah, man. Hey, I'll see you later, Billy. All right, see ya. Yeah. <laughs>
We never got a sunrise All the palm trees by the coastline Saw a kiss skin driving down 95 So hard to face the truth That my advice was you Oh yeah, yeah Those West Coast lights Sure are blinding you on East Coast time And that was Starlight with crying in Miami. Great guy, Isaac. What do you think, man? I dig it, man. I think it's a little different for me. Um, it's I definitely like the beats that he's using. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I I can't put my finger on it, man. But there's something I've heard that was it's like the similar aspect that I was trying to like compare it to, and it I can't think of it right now. It, it's, it's definitely cool. different, and you know, it's definitely different for sure. Yeah, and like, you know, he's, you know, really inspired by, you know, Gaga and Ariana Grande and all those pop artists, you know, that, you know, has influences, you know, within that song. And, you know, the first the first time I, you know, discovered him on TikTok, you know, it just reminded me of like the 1975 because like 1975 is really big group, you know. And I really like their music. So like when I heard that song, I was just like, wow you know, this is actually really good. Um, and he's actually doing, he's doing good with his, you know, music stuff. He, he knows what he's doing. Pretty good stuff. He did a great man. job uh, tying the two together. Exactly. Yeah. You, you can actually follow him, like what he said in the interview too. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, he's all over the place. And I think he'll, he'll go pretty far once the pandemic is over because you're, you're going to, you're going to find out like a lot of artists is like after this whole COVID stuff, man, <laughs> like it's going to be great. Oh yeah. Cause everybody's been stuck in their rooms, man. They've tried to find new gigs or something to do while they're bored. So I'm sure there's a ton of people that have been 
either you know coming up with a, some music on their own or just exactly. a little side gig of something fun you know exactly but um I, I think it's really cool um hopefully we hear some new music from them because like i i can't i can't hate the talent would go away you know uh, after tiktok stardom and then <laughs> he's like working at a grocery store like five years later <laughs> yeah no doubt man that's something you know like i don't know you don't ever like to hear anything about people like you know the one hit wonders or something exactly. like that and you're like uh oh, whatever happened to this guy or something you know it's really funny uh with one hit wonders you know there's you know in the past you know there was uh a lot of you know artists that had like good songs but they only had like one good song and then that was it mm-hmm. you know what i mean like and so like i, I just it's cool to see like one hit wonders because like oh i remember that song from like the radio or something and yep you know then you go back to you're like man you know did they ever have like good music and like you listen to the whole album and you're like wow did they did not <laughs> yeah like, you look back and you're like mm, i'm kind of glad i didn't waste my time on the rest of this right but i agree because there's always there always is too because you're like this song is dope and then you look at the next one you're like what just happened right well you know, okay so you know the song absolutely like story of the story of a girl whatever you, you know you know that song right you don't know i don't that think song? i do you kyle really no know what no i guess i don't man how can you not i don't know is this another one of those songs that you got off tiktok or something no okay so oh so i don't know why you don't know this song okay so Uh, apparently i'm in the dust on this one you're gonna have to educate me here aisle okay oh don't don't do me like that man (laughs) (laughs) don't try to bring me up to that okay so you gotta know the song. This song's been this song has been like in movies. This song's been like I bet you I have. It's just I probably have to hear it and the name isn't probably going through my head, right? Okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got you. Well, don't say that until you get it. This is the <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I've heard this. I think this is a new version. Sounds like it. Anyways, I've heard you, this song before. Yeah, anyways, you, you, I don't you, know why I've never recognized <laughs> the main name of the song. I feel like a complete idiot right now that I didn't know that off of that the name. I'm really upset <laughs> with myself because I know that song really well, actually. Yeah, that's I, the sad part. Yeah, and actually, I think that was a new version because they did remake some of their songs it, recently. It, I, it kind of sounded a little bit more clear, so I kind of feel like it probably was like a remastered version of it, maybe or something. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're they, probably right, dude. Yeah, they actually got together uh, recently and remade like, uh, like it was like their anniversary or something. They remade like some of the songs from their debut album, and that was actually one of them that they remade. It sounds okay, but the original version is way better. But I mean, the original <laughs> always is going to be better. But like in all honesty, there's just you know there's certain songs like some of the older ones, and you know I kind of like it when they do that sometimes, not all yeah. the time. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Exactly. Sometimes the remaster does it messes with it because you know like they throw in something and it just doesn't sound at all the same as it used to but like clearing up a little bit on the vocals or something like that i feel like you know just takes that song just a little touch over the top for it so which yeah. makes it a little nicer yeah exactly so like but anyways that was the song i was trying to get out of. <laughs> I was <like> well <laughs> anyways since isaac apparently doesn't I can't believe I did that. I feel <laughs> like okay. such a noob over here that didn't understand good music for once. No, it's okay. <laughs> Actually, no, I mean, like, it's been a while since I heard that song anyway. So I was like, wait, oh, yeah, yeah, Story of a Girl. But, like, 
then they're I'm trying to uh, think of the last movie I saw with that in it. I think it was American Pie, bro. I think American Bro, I think you're right. I, I think, think you're right. I think American Pie was the one that had that song. Yo, American Pie soundtracks though. Those are bangers. Like, soundtracks from a lot of older movies were actually really good. Cause like in all honesty, I don't know if you ever did it, Kyle. If you're like, whoa, that's a really good song. Did you ever like actually like go back in and try to yes. look for that? Okay, so that's me all the time. True story. Uh, I was into like the whole mainstream stuff even back then too. So like when I watched like American Pie, it was like I think it was like one of the newer ones at the time. I think it was like American Wedding. I think okay. was, and American Wedding had a good ass soundtrack. It had like New Found Glory on it. it. It had Green Day on it. It had uh, oh, three, it had, even had Three Doors Down. And ooh, and like it was an actual song from Three Doors Down that was actually good. Like I was like, oh, I love that song from them. It's good. Uh, that, that soundtrack is so good. good. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not really a huge on Three Doors Down because no. Well, there's a lot of things with them that happened. Uh, I think a couple years ago, because they're uh, on the other side of politics. <laughs> All right. So, From like, besides the politics side, if we're just talking strictly music, only music, <laughs> uh, like I'm not, I don't, I, I hate getting into that kind of stuff. Like if no, we're just talking strictly just music, man, like that's, that's a little different for me. Like I, 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 I can't judge somebody off of something like that. You know, I, I will say, I will say uh, that, Three Doors Down did have a good following with their albums. They did. Uh, their recent albums, though, that I heard recently, it wasn't really my forte. But um, I, I do have to admit, though, that I did like their music back then because I was like, oh, yeah, this is cool, you know? And you know, that was like when Nickelback was also okay, you know? And everybody, <laughs> and everybody started hating Nickelback. I'm like, why are you hating Nickelback for? You Bro, know? like, Nickelback <laughs> is like... It's like dirt in people's mouth nowadays if you bring up Nickelback. And it's yeah. like, come on, take it easy on them. Like, I get it yeah. in some cases, but there's like, you mean, like, there's Nickelback songs that are like, you know, they're, they're, they're there. Good. Yeah, I know. They're, like, they're OGs. They got to be good. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, well, there, there's a song that sounds a little country-ish. And I think it's called This Afternoon. I was just like, about to ask if it was this afternoon. Song. That's a good song, dude. Like it's that like, is a great song. You can actually. lay back, you know, drink your beer, you know, doing a barbecue, you're listening to that song. You're like, oh yeah, yeah, hell yeah, you know, I like this. That's, exactly, <laughs> man. Like I don't know. There's certain artists that do stuff like that, but like for instance, in like how we just said Nickelback, how it does that, but like you know, a couple others like we brought up in the past, like MGK did the same thing. MGK kind of right. threw in a little different task on a couple different genres. So mm-hmm. I kind of think it's cool. Or Travis Barker, dude. Look at Travis Barker oh, out dude, here. He's, he's throwing, all over the place. Yeah, he's throwing oh, beats man. into everything lately. I mean, I can't find, I feel like I've found so many songs and just like, you know, how it has a little bit and you always see Travis Barker at the end and you're like, dang, dude, you're out here just promoting yourself all over the place. Exactly. You know, what's really funny though about Travis Barker is because I talked to this, uh, talked about this uh, with uh, my other guests on the show, and you know they they like Travis Barker, and um, you know Blink One Eight Two and all that, and Blink. you know I was saying though that you see Travis Barker all the time now, like he's in every music video, he's in like every song, and it's not a bad thing because I like it because he makes the songs better, you know. He actually recently, or not recently, I think it was about like the same time like last year around this time he did remix Demi Lovato's song of 
I think it's called I Love Me. I'm not really sure. But like he did remake that or he like remixed that song. And it sounds so much better. Because when you hear the original version, it's like very poppy. It's like, eh, it's okay. But then when he like throws down the remix, it's like drums, guitar, all that shit. It sounds like emo as fuck. And I love it. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> I don't know about you, Kyle, but like, are you the type of person like even if like the words and stuff aren't like eh, you know they're okay to you like for lyrics and whatnot but like yeah. if the beat stands out to you like does that make a little bit of a bigger difference rather than the actual vocals and lyrics for you or do you have to have both i mean like on some songs like i do like both but like i do like the beat and stuff like even before i read the lyrics because like if it sounds good like i'm the kind of guy that likes like a, a note that starts on g it's gonna be great you know because like g is like happy it's like you know and c too like if you do like the key of c it's it sounds amazing but like it i think it has to do with like you know if the tone and if the sound is great and then you know it also depends on the vocalist too like if the vocalist match with the like the beat and all that it sounds amazing but like if it, like if the voice doesn't match with like the sound or anything, I'm like, okay, I, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I agree, man. Like you know, there's just a certain point, you know, where like it doesn't match or meet up, I guess, perfectly. And it yeah, just exactly. kind of like throws the whole tune for you for it. But like I agree with you in the mm-hmm. aspect of, you know, if it has a beat, I don't know, like there's just certain times where like you'll hear somebody say like oh the beat of this song is cool and it's like okay well what about the rest of it and you know like me personally i will admit like there are certain songs like i mainly like it for strictly just the beat Mm -hmm. something that i've noticed lately or at least in the last year or so i have a really bad problem of are picking songs together like picking the beats out from them and like they're in other songs oh yeah dude it's all over the place like i mean just little things like uh let's see what was the most recent one i've uh it was a song from the greatest showman and it actually also was i want to say that uh, artist name i want to say is gold link okay okay i I know who that is I think that was the name of the song, but that song sounded just like, or the beat of it at least sounded similar to another song actually in the greatest showman. Mm. Um, But I don't know why I keep doing that, but then I have to compare them just to like actually check myself half the time. It's actually pretty stinking close. Yeah, no, I I actually do like the greatest showman too. I think I remember like one night I went over to your apartment and we actually watched that movie and I was so happy. I was like, dude, dude, that movie's great. I love the greatest showman. Um, (laughs) Side story. Yeah, don't get me started on that. (laughs) Side story. We'll get we'll drop it after this, I promise. But like, honestly, like me personally, I'm not too huge in like musicals. Mm -hmm or anything really like that like it's just not i don't know this is not really usually like me and you know my fiance was like hey check this out and i was like "Nah, i probably won't like it watch it's you know it's gonna be like every other movie i've watched and i just it's not gonna pick on me very much for dude well boy was i wrong i love that movie hugh jackman in that movie is fantastic that movie is great i can't wait i'm i heard they're making a second one so i'm really hoping on that one i i did hear i actually read about that too and i was like i mean i can't i kind of get how they can make a second one but it's like i don't either but it, I don't care. 
It's such a masterpiece, though, dude. Like, I've seen that movie in theaters, like, so many times. Like, it was so good. Like, the first time I watched it, because I was skeptical, too. I was just like, mm, I don't know if I'm going to like this, because I like musicals. But, like, you know, it's just like, I don't know, Hugh Jackman, eh, you know, Wolverine. <laughs> you know? That, see, and that was my thing. Is like, yeah, I, I picture like, eh. That's all you picture him as, dude. Like, how yeah. long have you seen Hugh Jackman as Wolverine? And yeah, then you so see him years. in a musical. <laughs> exactly. You see him yeah. in a musical, and you're like, mm, that sounds a little awkward you oh, see dude. wolverine yeah. singing a musical and then I mean, the boy was i i take that yeah. back 100 imagine <laughs> like the look on my face when i seen that in theaters because i was like all right here we go let's do this and like the, the intro you know to the beginning of the movie it sounds amazing i'm like okay all right and then he just like so he's like this is the i'm like oh shit all right cool let's fucking go <laughs> you know? i think the best way for this one is, is it's not like your traditional musical yeah. is that it still ties in a lot of newer age music which made it sound a little bit more interesting probably to us rather yeah. than you're just like for instance mainly like a you know a Sweeney Todd or something along oh, those lines where Todd, don't get me wrong you know like there's nothing really wrong with those movies it's just a different type of music that's been added into it yeah, and it just not- doesn't doesn't hit the same yeah, it's not like traditional either. Like, I mean, the, it, when you watch like the Greatest Showman, even listen to the soundtrack, even it's like oh. <laughs> it's like more like not traditional, like every other musical. It's like you got like a pop backbeat to it, and then like you got like some guitar in there, you know, and all that. You're like, oh shit, let's go. <laughs> yeah, dude. Actually, did you actually hear? the uh secondary album that they made off of that and added in a bunch of different artists uh yeah. to cover those songs yeah that had, like, actually was fantastic yeah they had like panic and they had pink on it they had, oh, they had yep. all kinds of artists i you know i zach brown I, band i am gonna be honest though as much as i really respect and do like the covers that they did for that I honestly would pick the original soundtrack better just because I really loved the movie and I was just like, I love the soundtrack. So <laughs> the only thing, the only probably one song that I'd probably take out of that was the Panic song. And that's just because oh, I like yes. Panic. Yeah. I mean, like, it's hard. It's one of those things like Yuri's voice is so good and it's so hard not to love it. So I feel like Panic is just, it was just one of those ones. But I mean, I agree, Kyle. Like the originals, you can't beat. Yeah. The originals are originals yeah, for a reason. Like, well, the Panics cover that song. Like, it was good. And, like, but I didn't like the whole key change thing. I just, uh, I didn't really dig on that. I was like, I kind of like the original with Hugh Jackman was like, it's a good sound. It's a good, you know, like, don't, don't mess with it. And then Panics like, ah, it's like, okay, cool. That's, that's cool. Yeah, I guess I could get that. <laughs> I, you know how, you know how Brandon from Panic, though, is like, he hits those high notes. He's like, dude, oh, like, oh my gosh. Like, I don't even, like there's certain notes in that he can hit and I'm just baffled half the time. Cause it's like, right. Whoa, where did that come from? Dude, I mean, like, and I've noticed he's been also kind of tying into a little bit more lately. Like for instance, he did that song with little Dickie, not that long ago. Oh, yeah, uh, huh, what was it? Molly. That. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That one Brandon Yuri did with him too. And I mean, like he didn't do a lot. It was mainly just like side vocals. But I mean, mm-hmm. like he is starting to kind of like expand himself other than just panic. And I mean, good for him. I mean, his voice is fantastic. He deserves to expand yeah. that more than well, he does. Yeah, especially when he was uh, doing the Broadway a while oh, ago yeah. and he did Kinky Boots. You know, I've, I've never seen Kinky Boots or never really looked into it. But I'm kind of interested now since we're talking about because I'm like, maybe I should check that out with 
seeing if they have maybe one of these days we'll watch it together we can figure out how to do that because i mean i'd be interested too yeah because i'm like i wonder how that is because i've never seen that musical in general so i'm like yeah i think i've like seen i've seen like all the traditional musicals on us besides like some things i mean i've seen chicago uh, I see that's a that's a good one. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I really like Rent, so I seen that one, and I don't like cats though. All right, don't don't. You're not a cast person. Well, I like cats, but I don't like cast the musical. Gotcha. Oh, so now we're on the right. Track. Oh my god. Oh, dude. It's it, uh, okay. So quick story. Um, they showed that movie in the theater before the pandemic, so I was working mm-hmm. at the theater at the time, and. I caught the end of that movie with, you know, was it Taylor Swift and all those major actors in the movie. Um, oh my God. I was, I was horrified. <laughs> wow. I don't think I've ever actually heard you say that you were horrified from hearing oh, something like that. So that dude. means a lot coming from you. Yeah, it was weird, dude. And like, you know, I respect like, you know, people that like cast the musical, you know, cause there are some people that do like, does like that musical. Um, I think my cousin likes that musical too, and I'm just like, hey, you know, that's all you, but I just don't, I just don't get it. You know what I mean? Like, I just like... <laughs> trust me, man. I get it. There's certain points where you're just like, mm, yeah, not I, quite. I mean, like the the trailer when I seen the trailer uh, with, before it came out, like it looked good. I was like, okay, all right. I mean, like, it's kind of weird, but you know, whatever. I never seen I can it. dig it. Yeah, I never seen it though. But then I seen the ending. And I was like, oh, never mind. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. Just kidding. I am not terrible. about it. Um, besides musicals, uh, I would like to thank uh, Isaac for joining me on this episode of the Cogox Out Show. And I actually like uh, thank you guys for listening in all the time when I post a new episode because it really means a lot. Um, I'm glad for all the the supporters out there that um, really support this podcast and keep listening and. Um, hopefully, uh, in in the future, I bring in more guests because you know we're killing it, bro. We're killing it with all these guests on the show because, like, you know, they're moving on, they're going to better places, which is amazing. Straight awesome. killing it, <laughs> dude. They're straight doing it. It's amazing, and you know, I hope that uh, there's gonna be a lot of cool stuff to come. So, uh, with that being said, uh, we will let you go with that. If you want to follow me, you can follow me at. The Kyle Rock Out Show on Instagram, on Twitter at The Rock Show, and you can follow my personal at Kyle Rock Out on Instagram. Uh, Isaac, would you like to uh, lead your tag and stuff for Instagram? Uh, it's just gonna be my first and last name, so it'll be <laughs> Isaac Alegria. I'm lame. I'm sorry. I'm not that cool. But yeah, uh, yeah I mean, if you guys want to take a look on the instagram there's not much cool on there yet or anything <laughs> like that but i mean if you want to uh one thing that we will definitely need to get out there though kyle is going to be this uh definitely that playlist that we're going to be putting up too oh yeah all right we're going to make a new playlist we have a playlist up uh it's not on my uh all my links.com slash kyle rocks out by the way i forgot to mention that um i did have a playlist on there but it's kind of you know there's music on there that are like last year's music so we're gonna update. it was kind of so, sporadic yeah I mean, <laughs> it was a good playlist but uh we need to update on a new one <laughs> try so, to get some newer music out there for y'all heck yeah because like i mean i think you know we're the only podcast that discovers new music now to scale <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Who knows, man? Who cares? We are number one in our books, yeah, right? Yeah, there is a lot of podcasts, but 
this is the podcast from Colorado, so <laughs> this is the number one. <laughs> number one. But no, okay. I wish it was number one. Um, but yes, yeah, so I would like to thank everybody for listening in today. Uh, make sure you go check out Starletta. Uh, he's making great music, and he actually has some new stuff coming in this summer as well. So. Uh, make sure you look out for that. And we will definitely see you next time on the Cargox Out Show. Isaac, would you like to say anything for our listeners before we go? Not much. Keep it chill. Catch you next time. Keep it chill. Catch you next time. Awesome. I'll see you guys next time on the Cargox Out Show. Take care of one another. Bye. <laughs>